Good morning. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us on this uh, snowy and slick Thursday morning. The roads are a little bit of a challenge out there this morning. Maybe as challenging as they have been all week long. But anyway, we proceed. We're on the radio. We're tough. We made it here. And Kale and Company Live is presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. We are excited to have in studio today a state senator from District 17. I knew that by his license plate. Uh, Howard Pearl is with us. I love that uh, plate, 17. It was like uh, my mother's favorite number. And uh, his wife, Heather, is here as well. Uh, good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. A- and also in studio with us is our resident uh, flick chick. I know. How did this? Whoops. Uh, How did that happen? Uh, I snuck in. Well, obviously you, you not with this. Mike, in. I snuck in. How did you let me? I mean, this was uh, well, awesome I, to come in and talk, talk with these with a awesome state senator. people. I yes, know. Indeed. And, and Heather. I you know. know. I oh, love this. Heather will be, <laughs> you know, the, the star of the show. But, oh, you know, yeah. 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 Well, that's why <laughs> I'm here. Remember. Well, she generally is. Most people don't really want to talk to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't that believe that's be true. true. But I don't know. <laughs> that might be true. Howard's serving in his uh, first year in the uh, New Hampshire Senate but uh, was a, a seasoned uh, legislator in, in the House of Representatives. Uh, so you're, you're transitioning. And so I'll ask you the, uh, the million-dollar question here. Uh, what's the difference between being a state rep and a state senator? Well, thank you, Ken, and thanks for having us on this morning. Uh, the, it's uh, fairly simple to wrap up. You're one of 24 instead of one of 400. So we have the, now there's good and there's bad with that. The, the good is, you know, when you when you uh, need help with an issue, uh, you, you get people's attention a lot quicker and a lot easier they, because you're one of 24. Right, yeah. But the uh, the offset to that is you have a lot more constituent service that you do. And although I actually I think that's still on the good side, I like that too. I very much enjoy doing that with, uh, with you know, folks when they need assistance. I certainly like to help where I can. and uh, But the workload is uh, significantly more. Yeah, I, I I would think that it that it would be, and uh, I, again uh, there was not a huge bump in, in salary from one house to the other. <laughs> uh, they're exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a volunteer position, and we're yeah. we're citizen legislators, and I very much appreciate that about New Hampshire because you can go out into your community at, at your local restaurant, at the grocery store, wherever, and you're going to see a house rep or you're going to see your senator because we're here. Yes, you know we're involved in our community. We're members of it. Many of us, in fact, most of us still hold down, you know, full-time employment or at least some level of employment. So we're active and very much in touch with what's going on in the business community and within our local communities as well. So do you have more constituents that uh, reach out to you as a senator than uh, than you did as a state rep, or is it pretty much the same? Yeah, that's a great question. I uh, Much more, simply because my district is so much bigger. Yeah. You know, I represent 12 communities now, and, and that's, uh, you know, it's just a larger amount of people. and. It's interesting the different requests you get, but uh, we certainly try and help with all of them and, you know, at least get them talking to the right person. That's primarily what we can do. And do a lot of people who contact you have ideas for bills that you should uh, you should get started uh, 
in the Senate? We certainly get those two. Uh, you know, and that's honestly where a lot of our uh, ideas and a lot of our bills are generated from is constituent requests and, and that in the agencies themselves, you know, within the within state government. They have tweaks that they need to different types of, you know, statute that are there. And may, maybe some of them are housekeeping and some of them are major policy shifts. So it's very interesting to listen to them and, and come up with language and try and work that through the uh, through the process. Now, Heather, you uh, married Howard uh, not that long ago when he right. was he was a, a state rep. Uh, now yes, he's he moved was. up the ladder a little bit to uh, to state senate, <laughs> and uh, so has that uh, has that changed your life at all? It it has, <laughs> but not as much as uh, I thought it would. Um, but there, you know, I go to the state house with Howard sometimes when I have time, and I've learned so much. Yeah. Just watching and listening to other people, too. But um, I have had, which I have not experienced before, people reaching out to me and saying, hey, do you, is there any way that you can answer these questions for me from through Howard? Mm-hmm. And I try to answer them as best I can, but then I always have to defer them towards Howard and, you know, get his response or what type of reaction he has towards it. And he does sometimes give me a clear answer and then I could kind of figure out what he's trying to say but most of the time he just says Heather please just have them email me and I can you know talk to them Um, but I will say you know before I married Howard um, I didn't know much of what was going on behind the door in the state house but now that I am part of that with him um, and he shares all that information with me, just not him, but everybody else that's in the house. Right. And I see a lot of things that, you know, need to be changed or, or they're working on changing them. Um, but how much other things that are um, redundant uh, with some of the bills and I'm like, you know, that's already there. Why are we, why are you representing again? Or why are you bringing this particular um bill number back up um and i asked these how uh, questions to howard and he goes you're absolutely right yeah. um and it's nice to know that he actually listens to what i have to say and then he shares this information with his colleagues at the state house which is i find extremely impressive that he's actually listening to me mm-hmm. um and hears my voice um because sometimes when you're not behind the door you don't you don't think you have that voice, right. but you really do. Yeah. And to, just to get it out there and share it, and it's but it's nice to have that feedback from him, and he's actually listening to my input. And Heather, that must be though a um, safe thing for Howard too to be able to come home and to be able to talk to you about what's happening, and then you share your feelings. Absolutely. I mean, it has to be safe for both of you. Meaning, you have to have someone that you can run things off of and right. feel safe absolutely safe like that yep. but i love though that what you were saying that um that you go in and try to learn more because it's always i mean i think i'm this i should go with and listen i mean we like we all have opinions about what's happening absolutely yeah. but do we really know what's going on until you go in and see it happening mm-hmm. right but the the main thing is is that he shares that information yeah. with me and he also gives me um several different scenarios to help help me understand some of them right. and i'm like well that still sounds redundant yeah and he's like 
you're right. Well, I have the good fortune of marrying not only a beautiful woman, but a very intelligent woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. On both of those. So, yeah. And so, it is nice, and I appreciate her interest because it is not for everybody. Right. The political world can – it does change your life. You know, you're, you're subject to scrutiny at a different level than you are as a regular citizen. Right. And, uh, and I appreciate that, actually. Uh, but it's it's definitely a challenge. But it's it's great to be able to go home, and she has an interest, and, yeah. and uh, yes. she's very willing to listen to me as well and provide honest feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you sometimes around the state house, people uh, tend to try and tell you what they think you want to hear. Correct. Right. <clears throat> Correct. Well, the, the, some of the bills that were talked about um, were either medical or um, holistic massage right. therapy or anything else like that. And and he's like, you know. He asked me my input on these kind of things because I'm actually in That's that environment. Yes. Um, I've been in uh, in the medical field for what, 21 years and in the massage therapy field for just as long, um, as well as you know everything else that I do. But it was nice to get his feedback um, and have him actually listen to um, some of the things that, or the complaints for the medical field and how short-staffed we are, mm-hmm. and as well as um, people getting back out to the getting back out to work right it's it's just crazy so has this exposure uh to state government at the uh at the house and senate level maybe uh, inspired some thoughts in your mind uh, to run someday absolutely absolutely yeah yeah. Oh, I, I, I think I think that's that's a that's a that's a yes right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. <laughs> we'll see. You're on the ballot in less <laughs> yes. less than two years yeah. from now. <laughs> well, I have had a lot of inspiration and a lot of uh, fire um, brewing uh, thanks to Howard. You know, for helping me recognize some of the stuff that is not there, and we need a lot more. Um, a lot more programs uh, for moms and a lot more programs for single parent individuals. Yeah. And you know, I was talking with uh, one of our guests uh, this week, Anna Brown. She did a study on where legislators, you know, what the walk walks of life they are from. Right. Yeah, what exactly. The, what they do. And surprisingly, uh, there are very few uh, from the medical world right. uh, in the House or, or the Senate, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, same with the agricultural world, and that is right. very true yeah. too. A lot of so us there yes, even. exactly right. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more. Howard Pearl is with us, representing uh, representing District 17. It says so right on his license plate. <laughs> so if you see number 17 driving around, thank you. You'll know who it is. And Heather Pearl is here. Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. We'll probably not be talking about the movies today. No, no. But uh, at any rate, we will uh, be talking about lots of things about, uh, you know, maple syrup and, uh, yes. you know. It's one of my sh- favorite topics. Some, Mine uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's great. New Hampshire maple syrup is terrific, especially if, if you get it from Howard. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. Kale and Company will continue here on WKXLNHtalkradio.com. We are presented by... Northeast Delta Dental. Stay with us. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Great in-studio guest today, State Senator Howard Pearl, his wife Heather, and Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, all joining us on the program presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And we were talking uh, off the air 
I, I think Heather mentioned uh, during the course of our conversation in the first segment that she was a massage therapist. So now we know that a number of licenses, I think 40 plus licenses were suspended recently saying, you know, you don't have to have a license now to perform uh, whatever task uh, it may be. And uh, I, I think, Heather, you uh, agree with some of those, but yes. not others. Absolutely. And what, what about where your area is concerned as, as far as a, a massage therapist is concerned? What licensing do you need now? Um, well, right now it's still the same. We have to carry a state licensing, um, and we have to con- maintain so many uh, educational units uh, to maintain that license, as well as my LNA license. Um, but other things were brought up um, for doula services and um, for other kind of healthcare things. To just being a licensed nursing assistant is and carrying that license is extremely important, especially, at least I find it, in the medical field. Mm. Um, because you need, there are thir- certain things that you need to know or have that knowledge while going into that field, as well as massage therapy. Massage therapy, there are pressure points that you can touch that, that can do a lot of harm. So you already have that with going into schooling and all that other stuff. And while you're in school, they, you know, um, you have to place that on your on your wall when you when someone comes or a client, or mm-hmm. patient or resident comes into your you know your environment. They need to see that, and it's very important to have that exposed. But to ha- not have that, it's just not a good idea. You can really do a lot of harm. Mm. So there's a few bills that have uh, <clears throat> there's a couple of bills that have come up in. Uh, in front of my committee. So I chair executive departments and administration. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, one of the things within our purview is the uh, OPLC or the Office of Professional Licensure and Certification, which is where these licenses are held. And there's a uh, there's been a few bills that have come up dealing with different types of licensure. In fact, massage therapy establishment license, mm-hmm. licensing the establishments, not just the uh, the uh, the therapists person. themselves. Yeah, huh? yeah. exactly. Right. It was one that we considered, and we uh, we have sent that out of committee with an ITL recommendation because we didn't feel at this point that that was it was another onerous thing to make a business owner do, and we didn't. The committee just didn't feel it was justified to go that route right now. That'll be coming to the floor next Thursday, and I t- anticipate there'll be some floor discussion on that topic. Um, and, and Heather had touched on the doula services. That is a bill that went through Health and Human Services as part of the uh, momnibus bill, they called it. It was, um, I don't know all of the details, but there was a few that stood out to me, and that was one yeah. because of Heather's work in the doula area. And, and, and again, as I said earlier, the partnership that she and I have works fantastic. She has taught me so much about areas that I didn't know anything about, especially relating to massage therapy, uh, doula services, healthcare. They, they weren't areas I had exposure to in, in, you know, in my previous life experience, and she has just greatly raised the bar of my knowledge in those areas, and it's, it's been wonderful. And part of the expertise that uh, Heather Pearl is going to be bringing to the House of Representatives in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it may happen. It, it might. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's very important. There are a lot of things that um, aren't addressed anymore because, you know, people are um, – afraid to come out and use their voice um in a you know professional manner right. um, but right. 
Aura. Um, but I got to thank Howard, you know, for introducing me and opening my eyes and saying, hey, and he asks me, you know, what about this? You mm-hmm. know, how do you feel about this particular thing? And he actually listens to my input. Um, not just him, but there are other representatives that actually have listened to me and said, um, why don't you run? And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, but, but now you're kind of warming to the idea, I, right? I really am. Yeah. We don't have it on record, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could Kitty Ray be far behind, you know? Yeah. She might be my partner in crime. I may. Uh, they're, 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 well, they're, they're, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> so I take that speak. back. We'll, we'll put that in, in, uh, in quotes. See, then, right, Ken, right. you and I could go do something else. Uh, they won't need th- it. Th- there you go. Right. I, I, I think Howard one day is going to do something else, too. And I, oh, I, yes. I think he will, too. You know what? I. I could see. Does it have a I corner office? I could see Governor Pearl in, in our <laughs> oh, future. Oh, I, I, I could see that. I really, you're, you're one of the rising stars. No, thank you. In Kat. the in the Republican Party, mm-hmm. and you know our our governor may not be running for another term, and uh, you know it may not necessarily be that year that that you Correct. run, but. Uh, you know, getting this experience under your belt, it's not with, you know, out of the realm of possibility, right? Yeah. Well, I learned several years ago to never say never because right. uh, there's sure. a lot of things I th- never thought I would be doing. But I will say right now I'm focused on being a senator and trying to do a good job. Oh, I that. love that line, huh? That's, yeah. that's good. That's a th- <laughs> No, I'm sure he is. He but is, but uh, at any rate, so give people, like Howard's been on the show a, a few times before, but uh, for those who are just uh, – you know, joining us for the first time, just give folks a little bit of uh, your background. And, uh, you know, you, you've been, uh, you know, in, in farming basically all of your life. I have. I'm, uh, I've had the good fortune of being a, uh, living and working on a multi-generational farm that's been in my family for well more than 100 years. Um, in fact, I'm the fourth generation of my family on the farm we're at. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, they had farmed um, in another area of Loudoun, which is where we live. Uh, and uh, they had you know, been there long enough, so there's a section of town named Pearl's Corner. So I, I don't know exactly when they moved in there, but it's it was a while. And uh, But Heather and I are, are farming now up on the ridge, and mm-hmm. we do maple syrup and various types of produce and a, a lot of hay and feed hay for horses and cows. And and Heather, uh, another thing she brought was some, some poultry. We've gone back. Now, my dad was a poultry farmer. Oh, yeah. We were there yeah. when he had several thousand birds when I was young. But he got out of it in the early 70s, you know, when the, when the market started to decline. And so we hadn't had poultry on the farm in 50 years. 50 years? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, wow. We've returned back to that when Heather brought some chickens wow. and ducks and turkeys. And, and guinea hens. And, and, and you're getting guinea some hens. eggs, too. Yes. I've seen that on Facebook. You're getting some Absolutely. eggs. Absolutely. And what's up with the eggs now? I mean, the price of eggs. I mean, oh I, God, I, in the news, we hear all these different, yep. like, oh, they're sick or this. Yeah. What? What? When the things feeds happened or gone up. Okay. All of it's, that. It's all of the above. Correct. Yeah. There, there are certainly issues within the, the feed um, supply as far as pricing, not not issues with the supply itself, but the pricing is, you know, it's all related to energy costs. The high energy costs that are hitting yeah. all of us in our pocketbooks at home are certainly hitting us in the ag world as well. Mm-hmm. It drives the feed prices up. Our fertilizer was up 80% last year from the year before. And we know fuel oil, which we right. use a lot of in the production of the, the feed that we raise. Yeah. Is, and delivery too. You and deliver, delivery. right? We yep. do. As well. We yep. work uh, with, with Hannaford and Market Basket doing direct sales with produce and and uh, it's just escalated those costs, mm-hmm. which is hitting – you're seeing that ripple sort of hit the shore now in, in, yeah. in pond of inflation, if you want to call it that. Yeah. The, uh, you know, we saw it a year ago, and it's really hitting in the food prices in the supermarkets. 
Yeah, no question. Although I, I have seen the price of eggs go down gradually over the last yeah. couple of months. So there was a months. second yeah. factor there, and that was, as you talked about, the uh, the issue with the uh, bird health issues. There were several flocks, of the major flocks that were destroyed around the country, which uh, it, it takes several weeks to get the next flock back in and up and into production. Mm. So that, that will be more of a short-term rise. That's why you're starting to see them decline. Oh, okay. Howard Pearl and Heather Pearl in studio today. Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, is here as well. Oh, a chick as, as she, as a, oh, That's right. That's <laughs> segue. That's, 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 Where are your feathers? That's it. I'm still looking for the feathers. I'm hiding them. Oh, excellent. <laughs> She'll be with us tomorrow, too, for the Friday Fun Bunch with Tom Raphael. And I will talk movies. You will talk movies. Yeah. I know you've seen a few recently. But the 12th, March 12th is the Academy Awards, the that, 95th. That's correct. So you need to start talking movies. That's right. In fact, we may dedicate a whole show to that sometime in the not-too-distant future. Kale and Company live right here on WKXL. If you missed any of the first couple of segments, uh, you can hear them again tonight, uh, right after 7 o'clock here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, all of which brought to you by Northeast Delta Dental. And we will be back right after these words. Stay with us. Quiet on the set. We're coming back on the radio here. WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We have a, a lively bunch. Hey, that was movie uh, talk. Yeah, that was movie talk? See? No, I have my headphones on. I, I missed it. I missed it. We're going to talk about this movie so, thing. Somebody has to pay attention to the show here. It might as well be me. Uh, Kale and Company Live, presented by uh, Northeast Delta Dental. And uh, we'll have the fun bunch tomorrow with Kitty Ray and uh, Tom Raphael, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental. A couple of uh, sports notes. We know who uh, the undefeated Concord High Crimson Tide will be playing in the uh, their first postseason game and? Uh, this year. It's going to be Keene. Whoa, okay. Yes, Keene. And now, who did they beat? Keene uh, yesterday beat Exeter okay. by a final of 3-2. Uh, to two. And I'm, I understand from a reliable source that the uh, Keene goaltender made 43 saves. Wow. wow. Almost wow. as many as Linus Ulmark made uh, the, the other, other night. night. But 54. The, yeah, that's was right. Was it 54? 54 yes. saves for Linus, the Bruins crazy. goaltender. But 43 by the Keene goaltender in that victory over Exeter. So it'll be uh, 5.30 at the Everett Arena, Saturday, Concord versus Keene. Well, here's the million-dollar question. Yeah. How many saves will the UNH goaltender make tonight? Oh, uh, let's, yeah. Let's see. They're playing Vermont tonight, right? Yep, yes, yep. we are. Playing the Catamounts. Yeah. I will say uh, 26. 26. Ooh, 26. All right. all right. 26 saves okay, for the UNH number. goaltender. It is yep. a good number. That's, that's a good number. number. Available on Sportsbook Weekend. <laughs> 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 that's a pretty reliable source. Oh, I like source. this talk. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> no, if you know my, my betting record, it's not a very reliable source. Uh, but at any rate, uh, and unfortunately, uh, the Bow Falcons were eliminated uh, oh, last night. No. Shut out by uh, Pinkerton Academy. If you're an Astros fan, then it's good news. But if you're a Falcons fan, it's not. Uh, Bow uh, was eliminated last night, three nothing at the uh, Everett Arena. But five thirty at the Everett Arena Saturday, Concord I'll versus Keene. Be there. Yes. Or, or you can watch on the Concord High School Hockey Boys Facebook page. That's right, and you'll hear the voice of moi. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get back to uh, Howard Pearl 
and Heather Birch Pearl uh, in studio today with uh, with Kitty Ray, and we've been talking a little bit about uh, about farming. I I want to know how is the maple syrup season going? Is it a good season for for maple syrup? Well, we are off to a good start. <clears throat> we've uh, made. Probably about 20% of a crop at this point. 20%? Okay. Yeah, it, uh, it was an early start, and we probably could have started earlier than I did. I chose not to go too early because there is a life on the length of those tap holes, and I decided to wait. And uh, Plus, I know the sap isn't terribly sweet usually in January, so it, it was a decision I made. I, I needed my time at the legislature, and it, I decided it wasn't much I was giving up. So business choice there. But, no, we're doing good. Uh, in fact, we got a little bit of a run yesterday. It's been too cold for about a week here. And it uh, doesn't look real good sap weather for the next few days. It looks like we're going to be just a little too cold. But I'm good with that. You know, we need to uh, – we need to keep the trees cool. We're getting some snow, which is good. Yeah. Gets, we'd lost most of our snow cover in the woods, and uh, we, we need that. It's important to get through those warm late March days and try and keep the trees from getting any further into bud stage because that's kind of the end of it for us when they get into April, and that occurs. So, so what would the, the, the season be? Uh, when, when would you generally start, and, and when would you wrap it up? So, I mean, the we typically, years ago, we used to start around – I mean, way back, they started town meeting day. Mm -hmm. But some of that was the fact that they were tapping with buckets. We moved that back into February when we went to the tubing systems that we have. And uh, so we're able to keep the holes open longer through uh, just technology in general. In fact, when we pull a vacuum on them, we're able to keep them even longer because we can keep that bacteria from going back into the trees, which is what, what causes them to heal. Think of it like a cut on your finger. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we just slow that healing process and to keep the holes open a bit longer. They always used to figure six weeks was a, a tap hole life. We're now doing 10. And uh, so the normal season we figure is we start tapping around February 1 typically. And April 15th is the latest I've ever made syrup. So is the, is the process uh, a lot more sophisticated than it once was? Oh, yes. Yeah. If my grandfather were walking my sugar house, he'd have no idea what he was witnessing. <laughs> what are, what's all that plastic tubing? Where's the metal spigots and where's the buckets hanging from the tree? Where's that open pan and you yes. throw wood in? And, uh, yes. No, I yes. mean, we, we use uh, reverse osmosis to sweeten the sap so that my boiling time is very minimal now, which is really the only reason that I can serve in the state legislature. Because I can boil as much in one hour as it used to take me eight to boil. Wow. And so we're processing it through a different piece of machinery that I don't have to sit there and watch. It, it works on its own. Now, so now, it's, now, Heather, did you have any familiarity at all with uh, maple sugaring, the maple syrup? Uh, I know maple syrup you probably had uh, consumed. but Absolutely. Did you know any more about it than that uh, prior no. to meeting uh, Howard? Uh, not, no, not even a little bit. Um, I the the machine I call it a machine the, his uh, evaporator yeah the evaporator looks like a train engine uh -huh. and it's amazing how complex this 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 machine is yeah. and it's pretty <laughs> it's, it's pretty it, it's, it's <laughs> nice shiny and, shiny. and yep. beautiful yep. and I just he tried to um, take me back there and show me all the. It's just oh, way too that's much. That's one of his tricks. Huh? It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. his machines. His machines. See my son. No, my tractor sexy. Oh my! <laughs> 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 but th it's just so complex. It's I just 
I, it's overwhelming. I just, I'm like, I'm going to have to take pictures. You know, if you want me to do something while well, you're out in the legislature and you want me to turn something on, I, I, I right. There's no way. No way. No way. Reverse osmosis. I was that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a series of valves that have to be in a certain direction. It, it, once it's there, it's, it's flip a switch and you go. Yeah. But you've yep. been doing it for a long time. Well, yeah. I have, that's right. <laughs> I installed the whole thing myself. Yeah. Wow. I bought the unit and I did all of the piping and the same with the evaporator. I, it all came in pieces and I put it all together, installed it, made it fit in the building. I, I, I don't know. I personally like doing those types of things. I love electrical and plumbing work. Yeah. And, and piping, and I just enjoy that end of it as well. And it, I think it helps me to be a better operator of the machine if I understand how it works. Right. So that when there is an issue, I understand what it is and how to fix it. Well, right. he's, he's a man for all seasons, <laughs> oh, huh? He, he, is. he can, he he can really do it is. all. My yeah. goodness. So uh, in, a, in a good season, has the seasons been good recently? I mean, we haven't had, you know, the snow we once did like over the last three or four years. Uh, have, have the seasons been good, or does that impact the uh, the production that you have? So it really comes down to the weather in March. Yeah. This is a question I'm asked a yeah. million times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what, what's the season going to look like? You know, what it, you know, how do things look? And I say, well, it looks like we're going to wait and see on April 15th what I've made. That's always my answer because it really depends on the weather in March. I mean, there's some indicators. Like if we get a lot of ground moisture in the fall, that's a good thing. You know, the trees need water, that uptake. Those are all things you want. You want you know, a good frost in the fall to put the leaves down. And it, it, that helps to store sugar in the roots. It, mm -hmm. it tends to improve the, the condition of the sap, you know, the sweetness. But mm -hmm. with the technology that we're putting in now, we've sort of flattened the curve on the good season, bad season thing to some extent. Now, Mother Nature is, is still my business partner, and I mm -hmm. some days question the, the – uh, that that was a good choice of mine, but <laughs> she's, not, she's not always the best business partner for us. So, uh, but it, you know, with with the vacuum system that really helps us to extract more sap on those days that it doesn't naturally want to run. So we, like I said, we flattened that curve. Uh, last year was a very good season. Two years ago, not so much. And you know, the rest of them they've come everywhere in between. It, it's it just really depends on how things run. Yeah. Now, in, in a good year, uh, how, how many gallons of maple syrup do you hope to produce? So I'm only tapping about a quarter or actually about 20% of the taps that are on the farm now mm -hmm. because I do not have the labor issue. You know, that's an issue for yeah. all areas sure, and, and sure. agriculture right. especially. Yeah. Right. So I am actually renting some of my taps to a neighbor. I have um, a neighboring farm with it two young men who were very energetic and good legs under them. They're in their 30s, and they wanted to get bigger. And I said, you have at it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. and so they're using the orchard and, and you know, the, the things, the infrastructure that we had in place. They've made some changes to tailor it to them. And uh, they're just – it's fun to watch. It's nice to see, you know, some, some energy and enthusiasm as I'm approaching my latter part of my 50s. I don't have quite as much of that as like I used to. You're still to. a young man, Howard. You're still a young man. It, it's a young man's game, yeah. especially when you're on the hill and the snow is up to your knees or waist. And, yeah. uh, it, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. But uh, has it been productive over the, I mean, you said uh, a couple of years ago or last year, not so much. But uh, Last year was last great. Year was Two good. years the ago, year before, not so yeah. Right. yeah. In yeah. fact, last year I made exactly double of the year before. Wow, that, that yes. is great. So those are the kind of the two extremes. So now you, you sell your, your syrup and yep. uh, and you have other little, uh, uh, you know, candy items as well made out of the, the maple products, sugar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now tell us about your, your product line. Go ahead if you want to take 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know they because I saw some pictures of the maple syrup candies, yes. yep. but in the shape of New Hampshire. Howard, yep. I've told you that before. I love that. I've never seen that before, and yep. I go to different sugaring places, sure. and uh, I've never seen that. So that's the sugar that's awesome. candy that yeah. uh, we take and heat the syrup up to 238 degrees, and uh, then we just stir it and, yeah. yep. until it gets grainy and pour it into molds. Yep. New Hampshire that's, is one of them. I love it. <laughs> and I moose too. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. This year we'll also have maple fudge. Whoa. Maple fudge. Maple Ooh. peanut butter fudge. Whoa, boy. Oh, it's good, fudge. by the way. Do you need nah, a sample? I'll bet it is. Do you need someone <laughs> to come out and do a test sample? Yeah. Yeah. Here I am. We'll make sure that happens. <laughs> uh, yes. We have to take a quick break. And in fact, the time flies when oh you're having gosh. fun. We only oh have uh, one segment left. And uh, we, we should probably talk a little politics, but yeah. uh, it's fun to talk <laughs> about maple syrup politics, and uh, all those little <laughs> maple sugar candies. And uh, wow, Howard Pearl is with us, and uh, his wife Heather, Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, yeah, in the house as well. We'll take a break. Flick chick, Kaylin Company. Like he never gets it's, it right. Oh, chick uh, <laughs> no, flick. No, you did it right. We oh, were I just, did. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Teasing you. Yeah. At least he didn't call you a Chick Fil A. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Whoa. Oh, we we, we need sandwiches. one in Concord. Oh. <laughs> well, well, we'll take a break. Kale and Company continues right after these words, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL NHTalkRadio.com. Always stimulating and uh, interesting talk uh, during the breaks <laughs> in the off-air show, uh, as, as it were. <laughs> really? Uh, well, we mentioned that uh, Howard Pearl is with us, Heather Pearl, his, his lovely wife, and uh, Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. Okay. You not Chick-fil-A. No. Not Chick-fil-A. Although, <laughs> as I'm I said, hungry. We, we, Between we the maple sugar. You could use one and conquer. Yeah, the maple sugar, Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Ooh, let me think. add maple syrup to oh, that Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, so, you're right. With uh, maple cream. Maple bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Jeez. So much that time. you can do. Do some people put maple syrup in their coffee? I do. You do I put you? it in my tea. You put it in. Oh, no. That's, I would, too. That would be very therapeutic. Yes. yes. Do you have some fill-in music you could play? We can go get breakfast. Yes. Cat, we'll be right back. Making everybody hungry. Well, the other day wasn't. It It sounds like she's good. (laughs) The the last day of February was Pancake Day. And actually, when you think pancakes, you think maple syrup. Now, Howard, is there a big rivalry between New Hampshire and Vermont as to who has the best maple syrup? Of course. Yeah. But it's, it's, I always it's thought New it was Hampshire. New Hampshire. There's a rivalry, <laughs> but it's hands down. New Hampshire. Hands down. No question about it, right? Sorry, all our relatives <laughs> from Vermont. <laughs> we still love you. Now, I may be biased in my opinion. Yes. No, maybe. But and I grew up on a farm in Vermont oh, where we had maple syrup. We still like syrup. you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and we did sugaring, but yeah. it was just very small at our own home. We, You know, I drove a tractor when I was 10 years old, and we did the gardening, but it was off, raised the pigs. The, great way of life, isn't it? It was a fantastic way of oh. life. And uh, some of our happiest, air. yeah, some of our happiest years and memories of, of that. So, yeah. but anyways, but it was in Vermont. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Vermont's a great state. It is. It you really can always is. come to our farm and drive <laughs> our tractor. <laughs> yeah. 
I have some very good friends in Vermont who are maple producers. That's why the rivalry. Yes, is yeah. correct. Yeah, exactly. So, are there any any you know perceivable uh, differences? I mean, that the you know just a regular person like myself could you taste the difference? Could you tell the difference between New Hampshire and Vermont? Well, the interesting part with maple syrup is you'll get different flavor profiles from one farm to the next. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't. You don't have to go to Vermont necessarily. To right. Get that I mean, certainly soil type, minerals in the soil, the practices of the producer, all of these things, the types of trees that they have, they can all affect the flavor. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, you, it's interesting to just go like – so we've got the Maple Weekend coming up, which is open. Yes. Many of the sugar houses around the state are open. That is – sorry, I don't have the date right off the top of my head. Eight, 18, 19, I think it is. Oh, yeah? Of March? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's coming cool. up in two nice. weeks. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, two weeks from this weekend. Right. Yeah. And uh, – there's a lot of sugar houses that open the doors. Some offer samples. Unfortunately, COVID stopped a lot of that. It right. certainly changed the practices. But some still are, are found ways to do it. And uh, so, But go around. I'd encourage everyone to go around. Just see the different ways that yeah. the producers do maple syrup. Heather talked a bit about my operation. It's, it's fairly modern in the sense of uh, the equipment that I use. Or you can go around and you can see, you know, folks that are still doing it on an open pan with a wood fire. And it's very, you know, the romantic sugaring yeah. as you think the buckets on the Correct. trees it's not you know from from our perspective it's not necessarily the most efficient way to do it and so we had to sort of go to that but it depends on the goal of the producer and you know and what they they have available for labor and things of that nature and the in size certainly matters too in the sense that you know the bigger the producer the the more technology they typically have to employ because right. labor issues yeah yeah, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, labor is not something that's easy to come by these days. It is not, and, and again, yeah. we tend to be in the the bottom of the barrel as far as desirability for for workers because you know it's, we're outside. We're there's some folks that want that. It's hard work. Yeah, it, it's a different yeah. environment than what a lot of different you know businesses offer. But it, it that the labor and staffing, we talked about it in nursing. It's it's prevalent right. in in all yeah. areas of business mm. right everywhere. Short staffed. Yeah. yeah. How could it be improved in in nursing, in in your opinion, Heather? I I just think that um, I have a lot of conflict in uh, my personal um, about, you know, we are paying our staff um, kind of minimum to what we're paying for um, other resources that are coming into our environment and working doing the same thing that we're doing but they're getting paid a lot more um the agencies are i would think that they the business would pay their employees a little more than paying outside keeping your employees within the Mm -hmm. facility right um because we're offering our overtime we're offering to work more um i work three 12-hour shifts but i'm also picking up other shifts you know if i can but wouldn't you give that incentive to your employees instead of you know outside agency right. keep sure. your keep your family um instead of having your family look elsewhere correct you know um but unfortunately it's agencies are where it is right now yeah. and and it's i i find it uh hard because we're working in the facility we we're getting to know our patients um patients residents our clients or whatever, um, whatever the technical term you want to use, instead of we're hiring agencies that's never been there before, mm-hmm. you don't know what kind of care you're going to get from this from an agency person that's coming in. You don't know their their length of employment um, or if they're just brand new. Um, but 
the other thing is with um, healthcare is that if they're, the the roles are getting stagnant, um, meaning that the they're losing their uh, therapeutic touch, they're losing that tender touch, their bedside manner, mm. and to keep reminding them of why you chose a profession, the profession, yeah. where your roots came from, the the why, mm-hmm. the why you started this, um, but it does doesn't happen in healthcare. It's even in the state house, you it seems like some of them forget why they they went there, yeah. why their purpose, yeah. um, their ground roots. Um, but it's 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 getting really crazy out mm. there. Well, staffing yeah. burnout is one of the issues that yeah. we're discussing in the legislature. This is why we make a great team. <laughs> there there <laughs> you go. It's the green team right It's yeah. actually yeah. in my yeah. committee where yeah. we've, we had yeah. a bill talking about uh, staffing agencies and, you know, the increased cost, especially as it related to county nursing homes and, and the, the hospitals. And uh, so this, it's an issue we're looking at. You know, employee burnout is, is huge. Yeah. But the other thing with that, too, is they're not looking um, – the employment is not looking at the overhealth of the employee either. Right. Their wellness mm-hmm. part of that. Um, and I offer that with my other practice, reminding people of you have to do self-care. The rem- uh, remember why you started where you're Correct. doing. Yeah. But also, how are you taking care of you? Um, okay, you're, you had a patient – that you were caring for for a while that had passed away. What are you doing to help you cope with that? Right. Um, what are you doing for your wellness? Are you doing something outside to help you or that your maybe your employment can offer other certain benefits to their employees who are getting to that burnout right. or before that burnout even happens? How about offer massage therapy? How about offer um, wellness packages? How about have people come in and remind them of the therapeutic touch? How about reminding yourself of therapeutic touch and um, the um, remembrance of self-care with outside therapy, uh, like wilderness or outside play of snowshoeing, hiking, your backpacking, kayaking, getting out there, breathing that fresh air and bringing it back to yourself. And then do your overload out there and then bring yourself back to where wherever you need to be. And I think employers will find that obviously offering things just as you mentioned and something as simple as a walking club or Absolutely. something yeah. you know take a break and do that. Right. And and no I'm going to sit at my desk. No no, it's we we sometimes mandate that they take a lunch, right? right. Well mandate that you take your break for wellness for yourself yeah. and but they get back to retention. That's yeah. how you keep yeah. but those employees hard, hard and make them happy. With places or facilities being so short-staffed yes you don't have that time to take that break right you don't have that um you know that breathe spot you don't have that time to go outside take a good deep breath in and then come back out right taking that exhale correct and just go Mm -hmm. they don't look because of the short staff Mm -hmm. you just don't have that right yeah so So my employees should be very mentally fit and since i make them take walks in the maple (laughs) (laughs) they they should be the the, um, among the most fit anywhere touching trees uh, yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly uh Howard mentioned that uh, HB2, which is the House yeah. budget, 
was released okay. last night. We don't have that much time to, to focus on, on the budget, but did you have a chance to look it over at all? I have not. It came no. out last night, yeah. and uh, I spent the evening with my wife when well, she that's home good. from you, her 13-hour shift. You made, you made the choice. right oh, choice. Yeah. The, uh, no, but I'll be reviewing that soon. It'll be coming to uh, Tin House Finance right now. We'll, uh, we're paying attention to what they're doing. It'll be coming over to Senate Finance after that once once they pass it. So, uh, yeah, that'll be, it, that'll be a topic for another show. It is, it <laughs> yes. is quite a process. Oh, you, yes. You've been through it before, I know, and uh, are going to be uh, going through it again in the uh, very near future. Well, it's been a, a fun hour with the, the three awesome. of you uh, in studio. We should make it a you know a regular thing here. Uh, Senator Howard Pearl with the, the number uh, 17 plate representing uh, District uh, 17. That's right. And Heather Birch Pearl in, in studio with us and our resident flick chick. Thank you for letting me show Kitty up Ray. today. Yes, uh, well, you it's are our pleasure. Amazing woman. And, and, yeah. and not only that, but she's going to show you. up tomorrow too. I do oh. Uh, with and I tell you, one one company that does uh, pay attention to the the wellness of their employees is North Stelda Dental. There's yes. no doubt about that. that. Right. They they have, they even have a gym uh, in, oh, the, in, awesome. in their building. So and uh, you know Tom Raffio is very concerned about the health and welfare of his. Of his employees, so well, Ken, thanks for the opportunity hey, to come on. Howard, we appreciate anytime, it. Anytime, Heather. This was very You're nice. always Thank welcome. You. And uh, Kitty Ray. Yes. We will soon. see you tomorrow. Yes, you will. More, more of Kaylin Johnson. Oh, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us.